Hi, beautiful, and welcome back to my podcast, Life as a Single Christian Mom. I want to welcome those of you joining me for the very first time. My name is Madeline, and during these podcasts, I'll be talking about life experiences and things that have happened, also giving advice on what this journey has looked like. So welcome back, everyone, to Mondays with Maddie. I am so excited for all of you to be here. I am so happy. I cannot believe y'all. We are in October. Oh, my goodness. Can we, like, give it up? We are in the month of October. I cannot believe it. I cannot believe that we are here. This is by far my favorite month just because, you know, royalty was born this month. Royalty was born this month. So if you don't know, now you know. My birthday is this month and it is October 22nd. So it is quickly approaching. I'm not happy about the fact that I'm turning older. I'm not happy about the fact that I'm turning older, but I am so grateful for each and every single thing that I am experiencing, have experienced, have gone through. Cause I'm here, but another year I am just like, Oh my goodness, Lord, <laughs> you are aging me like fine wine. <laughs> um, but I'm so excited. My birthday is this month. It's like I said, it's my favorite month. It's the season as well too. I love the fall. I love the weather here in, in Florida. The weather has been well, last week we had a hurricane Ian. thankfully, thankfully for us here in Tampa, we are safe. We are good. We did not literally, I feel like God's hedge of protections over us, but we are good. But with that, the, the temperature change came as well. So it got colder and you can just feel how nice, like this is the perfect sweater weather. This is the perfect weather where you drive with the windows down, like come on, can I get an amen? Say amen in your car, you know, but <laughs> I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful this, this week, l- literally, like I am just like in awe of everything that God has done and undone. And I'm just, wow. Like again, we are in the month of October. Just to think we are in the final quarter. Like this is it. This is it. This is it. We are getting ready for touchdown, which is, uh, the end of the year. But just to think like this is, we are, we are at the end of the year. And just to think like, man, or if you follow the Hebrew calendar, then you know that it is the beginning of the year. But so I'm just excited. I'm just excited all around to see what God is doing. Before we get started, go ahead and grab your favorite mug. I actually don't have a mug today. Surprisingly, I don't have a mug. I have this beautiful cup and it is filled with just all this greatness because again, I feel the seasons, the temperature change, seasons change and all that good stuff. And I'm like, girl, no, we is going to stay hydrated. We're going to stay ready because we, in Jesus name, we're good. We're going to be healthy and strong and our immunity is going to be on point. So I have a little juice thing going on over here. So go ahead and grab your favorite mug. Oh wait. So my mug is, well, my cup it says you are the elizabeth to my mary one of my really good friends uh gave me this and i just love it because it's so cute it is it is maddie and and it's all like i love it but um go ahead and grab your favorite mug this week like i said earlier just to finish i also am thankful that we had this 
um, time, I guess, being at home because, you know, everything had closed down and all that good stuff. But I was able, y'all, to have my family inside of my home and my mom be here and my children be here and my sister, my brother, and just be with my family and just to have this time together. When I tell you five years ago when Irma came, and my family had to come into my home then. Like, I was ready. Once the storm was over, I'm like, y'all can go. <laughs> like, tick tock, y'all can go. Like, the clock is ticking. You don't want to go home? Like, you know, I was ready for them to leave. And now, five years later, just to see how much God has done in these five years, I cannot wait to see what God will do in these next five years because I am just ready just to see his goodness. I am ready for the new beginnings. I am ready for things to unfold. I am ready for him to close doors, open doors. I am ready. So just to see where I am now compared to where I was five years ago, man, let me tell you, there's hope. If you find yourself in a place of like, you're down and out. There's hope. If you find your place, if you find yourself in this place of like, it's just never going to be good. I'm telling you, there's hope. If you find your place where like everybody's left me, I'm completely alone. There's nobody. Like if you just find yourself in this mess, let me tell you there's hope because where Maddie was five years ago when Irma came literally to the T to the T from five years ago, 2017 in September, Irma came here to Florida when I tell you who I was mentally, spiritually, emotionally, just all of it was a whole mess. Let me tell you. And just to see where God has me now. And I'm not perfect. I am far from perfect. Y'all like keep your sister in prayer, you know, but just to see where he has me, is not the same woman. Like that was a little girl then, you know, and who I am now. I'm just like, Wow, Lord. And to see, like, let me tell y'all, let me tell you, cause I'm believing, I'm still believing earlier this year, I talked about restoration with mothers and daughters and all that good stuff, but I'm just believing for y'all. Like if you have a hard relationship with your mom, if you have a, if you're a mother and you're listening and you're like having a hard relationship with your daughters, I don't know, you know who you are, but I'm telling you, there is hope. When my mom was here and I've talked about her and our relationship and just all these things, when my mom was here and she, she like literally y'all like (laughs) my heart is full of joy. She literally asked me for a hug, not once, but twice. And just to like feel her love, like, man, y'all, like I'm telling you, if you are in this place of just like you're like, man, my mom is so difficult. My mom is this, my, I can't get along with her. Like, it's just always back and forth. Like we're just always are colliding. Like I've talked about this before. I've talked about that and this is not where I was heading, but this is where, okay, the Lord's taking me for now. All right. But <laughs> you like, I just feel like I'm telling you, hold on to the promises, hold on to what you believe, hold on to, um, knowing that God can change everything and anything as he so pleases. And if you're believing for that restoration in the relationship with, you know, maybe it's not your mom. Maybe you get a, you get along really good with your mom. Maybe it's with your dad or maybe it's with a sibling or maybe it's just, I don't know, like whatever it is that you're believing for restoration, just trust God. Again, I believe for mother and daughters, daughters and mothers, that your relationship will truly be pure and holy and good. And, you know, 
And I'm just thankful again to see where I am right now with my mom to where I was five years ago. Y'all, there's hope. There's hope. That's a whole message within itself. That's not where we were going today, but there is hope. So hold on to the hope. Hold on to it because if he did it for me, he can do it for you. So, but yeah, God, man, y'all, God is good. God is so good because that's not where I was five years ago. But I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful because I'm telling you, he changed. He restored. He still, he is still doing, like he is still doing, just to know that God is still doing things. What? So yeah, my relationship with my mama, I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful for both, actually for both my parents, you know, but my dad's always been my bestie, but um, my mom, man, just to see how her and I are growing closer and closer together. It's only God. But all right, let's move forward. So today we're going to talk about gearing up. Like as I was literally laying in bed, I'm going to be super transparent. As I was literally laying in bed, I was having a conversation with the Lord. I I talked to God like I talked to y'all. Like obviously with more respect, right? But there's some, excuse me, there's some times that I just talked to him like literally like God. Like I've been in those moments where like it's straight up like yo my my man like what are we doing here and there's those times where I'm just like having this conversation because he's my birthday you know so I use that sweet voice on him but um this morning I was literally laying in bed and I was just talking to my man you know I was talking to my man and I was telling him like I don't want to do this I don't want to do this and he so firmly the Holy Spirit was like get up you know I was like oh Okay, well, who woke you up on the wrong side of the bed today? And then I heard him again and say, gear up. And I was like, okay, so we're gearing up. And if you know, like last week, we talked about getting ready, stay ready. Like, sis, we are in an entire brand new month, I believe. In my whole heart that this month, there will be new opportunities and a month of new beginnings. And we have to gear up. When I first heard the word gear up, I thought like battle, you know, like that's just my first thought. That's where, you know, where I went immediately was battle. And how do we gear up? Like it literally was because I've, we've, me personally have been in this like spiritual warfare on the last, like it feels like an intense, intense boot camp. That's exactly where I took myself to this boot camp, and there was an illustration, and I can't remember if I share it here with y'all or if I was just in conversation with somebody, but I just truly feel like I'm gonna share it with y'all again here. If I have or did it, I don't remember. But um, I just feel like we are in a war right now, like we are literally in battle, and I saw myself like literally doing the military, like geared up you know, with my full like outfit camo on, you know, in the, in the mud, I see like, this is what I saw in my mind, like in the mud, like doing the military crawl under, cause there's a barbed wires. I'm like, if I get up too high, the barbed wires are going to cut me. So I just saw like a lines and lines and lines and lines of barbed wire over. And it's just like, literally you have to keep going cause you can't stay stuck in the middle. You have to keep crawling. You have to keep going. So when I heard that my mind already took me there to that. So like preparing myself, getting ready, all these things. And I'm like, Lord, you talked about getting ready last week and staying ready, but 
we got to gear up. And I looked up the definition of gear up and it says change to a higher gear. So I'm like, Oh Lord, like this month I'm believing that, you know, God is taking us into like a deeper faith and more quiet time. And the more that we get into our quiet time, the more he can increase us. And how can he increase us? when he, when, you know, we're diving more into the word. So the more that you increase in him, the more he will increase you like here on the natural, you follow. So the definition of gear up, it says to prepare or equip for something. And then it says, get this, get this y'all. It says, get ready. And I was like, oh my God, like you are just, you are so good father. You are so good. So when I tell you, when I heard gear up, I'm like, okay, God, you're literally getting us ready. There's something big coming. We are in this fight. I know, I know if I am going through this, I cannot be the only believer. Like I know that I am not the only daughter here on this earth that is going through spiritual warfare. I know that I'm not the only child of God that's going through something. I just know it just can't be. It just cannot be. I cannot be the only one going through this. So if I'm going through this, girl, and maybe you're going through something similar. Maybe you're going through things that you're just like finding yourself like, what is this? Go- Lord, I have fasted. I have prayed. I have just been still. And then you feel like, like, I don't know about y'all, but like the attacks on the minds of everything of just like this battle. And it's just like, absolutely not Satan. Like, and y'all I've said this before. And I literally was talking to one of my girlfriends this week. And I told her, say, yo, Satan is not like he is not. Let me remind y'all. Let me remind y'all real quick. Satan is not going to roll out that red carpet. Satan is not going to let the promises of God just come into fruition. Just like this. I mean, Let me tell you, let me remind you that no devil in hell can stop what God is doing. Nothing, no witchcraft, no voodoo, no word curse, no, no, nothing can stop the plans of God. Okay. But let me tell you, we can't just sit there, lay there and be in this deep down sadness overtaking us saying it's never going to happen. It's just never, never, never. No, absolutely not. Like, sis, get up. And I'm guilty of that. Like, literally, like, last night, well, earlier this week, I think I was, like, in this moment of just, like, like, sadness, I guess. And, like, I literally woke up today, especially. I woke up and I was just like, what are you doing, Madeline Duran? Absolutely not. You get up and you fight. And how do you fight? By staying in the word of God, by being prepared, just by honestly getting your mind right with the Lord and your heart right with the Lord, getting the right posture. You know, we cannot literally just hand it over to Satan. Absolutely not. He He doesn't want you to fight, woman of God, man of God. He doesn't want you to fight. No, <laughs> Satan, that would be hard. That would be hard. Satan wants you just to wipe your hands and be like, yeah, I give up. Ja, toma, toma, toma. Like, no, like seriously, sis, 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 let me tell you, you got to get up and fight. You got to get up and fight. You can't lay there. Say again, Satan's not going to roll out the red carpet and say, you know, it's all good and well. Here you go, sweetie. No, you have to get up and fight. We can't make it easy for him and say, yeah, you know what? You're right, Lord. You're right. You know, excuse me. You're right, Satan. It's never going to happen for me. You're right, Satan. I'm never going to be this person who God called me to be. I'm never going to, you know, have those children. I'm never going to be married. I'm never going to this. I'm never going to that. Are you kidding me? Sis, 
Stop that. You are word cursing yourself. It's bad enough. Let me remind you. It's bad enough that Satan, Satan wants to make sure that we don't, you know, walk in our purpose. Number one. But to have yourself curse yourself? Absolutely not. Get out of here. Get out of here. Absolutely not. And it's bad enough that we have, you know, just things going on around us and and the haters, you know what I'm saying? Like the people, you know, who don't want to see you do good. Like there's already enough people against you that, you know, in the demonic realm, maybe people here on earth. I don't know. There's just like, there's good people. I believe that there's bad people just like there's, you know, kingdom people. I believe that there's people working for Satan. I, that's what I believe, you know? So it's already bad enough that, and the things that we go through on in this world and just all that, whatever, you know, it's already bad enough that we have that against us. But sis, for you to curse yourself, (laughs) what? For you to doubt what God has said, for you to not believe in his word, for you not to believe in every promise, for you not to, you know, for you to stand in agreement with darkness and for you to stay there and say, you know what? Yeah, no, my marriage has failed. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, No. I'm not ever going to get that promotion. I'm never going to be that good mom. I'm never going to be this. I'm never going to be that. Yeah, my children are going to hate me. For you to come into agreement with that, guess what you're doing? You're giving Satan the satisfaction because now you're word cursing yourself. Now you're starting to believe it. Now you're completely, girl, going off what God has intended. You are completely going off what Satan wants for your life. Like, seriously, like, why would you want to come into agreement with that? Why would you want to sit here and believe that, you know what, it hasn't happened. It is the, I, I, you know what, I, it's the end of the year. It's not going to happen. The Lord told me, he promised me that I was going to get this thing and it still hasn't happened. I get it. I get it. I get it. When you're waiting, I get it, sis. I've been single for six years. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. My, I get the tough schedules. I get the singleness. I get the tough relationships. I've been there. You know, I get it when you're waiting on a promotion. Y'all, it took me 10 years to get back on day shift. 10 years. 10 years. And everybody can tell you when I when they would ask me, when are you coming to day shift? When are you coming to day shift? When are you coming to day shift? I would always respond with the times that I the the only time that I would go to day shift is when. I would not even say if I said is when they give me my Thursday, Friday, because I'm going to keep my Thursday, Fridays off. I'm not going to day shift unless if it's for Thursday, Friday, period, period. And in the beginning, they would look at me like I was crazy because I didn't have that confidence in myself. But then as the time went on and people would ask me, I'm like, yeah, I'm coming when it's Thursday, Friday. And I would just look at them straight point blank. Like, do you know how hard it is to get a Friday off on day shift? <laughs> I'm just like, here I am Thursday, Friday off, you know, but I stayed faithful to believing like, yo, this is something that I wanted. And even when I went to the shift, I mean, I told you, I only been on day shift for three weeks. I, I was dreading it in the beginning. I hated it. I told one of my bosses, I think I'm ready to go back to swing. And I even asked one of somebody so dear to me the other night, I said, should I just go back? Should I go back to swing? And this person was like, uh, no. <laughs> uh, no. You know, and I'm just like, man, like how dirty is Satan to like make us hate where we are? You know what I'm saying? Like our own mind. 
And that's why I believe he comes in with the mind game strong. And that's why in the word it says, hold every thought captive, hold it captive. Like, know what the thoughts are and say like, yo, like this, you cannot penetrate into my heart, my mind. You cannot penetrate into my heart, my, who I am. You can't, you just cannot say, and you can't. So I'm telling you, like, just to see, like, I get it when you're waiting on that promotion. I get it when you're waiting in this waiting season. I get it when you feel like it's a failed, 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 failed. I'm telling you, the relationship with my own mother. Oh, man. Like, I got stories for y'all, you know? But at the end of the day, none of that even matters. Let's just, you know, go there. But still, like, to think, like, where we used to be and for my mom to actually say, I want a hug. Like, I want... I'm like, girl, yes! Come here. I... I, You don't have to... Listen, you don't have to tell me twice. I'm going to give you that hug, you know? And just to just... To realize it and to know that, like, who we are now, like, as a mother and daughter is not who we were. And if you would have told me this five years ago, I would have been like, you're you're crazy. If you would have told me that my my relationship with my mom would have been where it's at, I would have been like, you're crazy. But I knew deep down in my heart, what did I want? I wanted nothing more than the relationship that I have with my mom now. And I just believe in Jesus name that it's going to keep getting better and better and better and better. Cause that is a God who we serve. He is a good, 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 good father. I'm telling you, like Satan is not going to roll out the red carpet sis, and you have a choice. So don't continue to word curse yourself. Don't continue to, um, stay down, lay down. No sis, get up, get ready, gear up. And as I was getting ready for this podcast, he took me over to first Peter verses one through, no, excuse me. First Peter one verses 13 through 23. And I am going to be reading from the message translation. You can go ahead and follow along on your phone, on your physical Bible, whatever it is that you have, but here it goes. So it says, so roll up your sleeves, Put your mind in gear. When I read that, I was just like, my God, like you are so, you are so good. It's like you knew. It's like you knew. All right. So it says, so roll up your sleeves, put your mind in gear, be totally ready to receive the gift that's coming when Jesus arrives. It says, don't lazily slip back into these old grooves of evil, doing just what you feel like doing. You didn't know any better than you do now. I want to pause right there because I don't know about y'all, but for me, what was it for Maddie? Maddie used to go out with her friends. I'm talking about seven years ago, five years ago. Well, yeah, five years ago. Uh, go out drinking, partying. And it's not that I would ever get drunk, but it was just like to drink, to forget, you know? So doing all these things, being out on them streets with no limits, you know? And I'm not here to judge anyone. Like I'm not here talking about you. I'm just letting you know, because I always feel like I, when I say that, I feel like the immediate, like here comes Satan trying to attack y'all. So I want to rebuke that in the name of Jesus. I'm not here to condemn. I am telling you about my story and my walk and all that goodness, right? 
So it says, don't lazily slip back into these old grooves of evil. And I'm telling you, like, Satan is so good. He knows how to tempt you. He knows how to tempt me. And what I'm tempted with is not what you're tempted with. And what you're tempted with is not what I'm tempted with. Like he knows how to get, he knows how to get us. He knows we were once in the world. Like, so he knows we once belonged to that nightlife and this and that and the darkness. We belonged to that before, but we don't anymore. Right. So he knows how to just make it sound all good. And just like, have you ever heard about the the, the counterfeit? Like, man, Satan knows how to bring that counterfeit. He looks just like the real thing. <laughs> like he did. And that, I feel like that's with everything, whether it be job promotions, relationships, friends, uh, ideas. I don't know. You know, so anyways, it says these old groups of evil doing what just you feel like doing when I was living in the world, I did what Maddie wanted to do when she wanted to do it, how she wanted to do it with no limits. Like I said, and right here it says you didn't know any better than I didn't. I didn't know better than I didn't. So who am I now that I know like, again, I'm not perfect, but who am I to come and try to do the same things I was doing back in 2017? I can't do that. I'm not that woman. I'm not that mother. Like, let's talk about my motherhood, y'all. It's not even much about being in sin because maybe y'all have... Listen, I know firsthand that there's some people who just literally live a pure holy life that they really weren't like that, you know, that I feel like God kept them. You know, there's... All of us have purpose and story and anyways... Let's talk about motherhood. Who I was as a mother five years ago is not who I am now. I, listen, five years ago, I did not have the patience. I did not have the kindness. I did not have the strength. That was because of everything going on. You know, the mind games, the the contemplating the suicide and the getting over the postpartum depression and realizing, wow, I'm a single mom of two kids. Like, let me tell you, Satan would play with me so dirty saying, you're a mother of two kids, two different fathers, your mother, your kids have two different last names and your kids and Satan would play so dirty with me then now. No, like you can't even get me. You, he can't even get me with that. You know, he can't even try to like mess with me with that anymore because I'm just like who I was then is not who I am now. So back then, right. I didn't know any better back then. I didn't see the attacks back then. I didn't know that he was playing with me. Now, if something tries to rise up, I know what we're going to, we're going to pray and I'm going to rebuke you in the name of Jesus. You didn't know any better than you do now. You didn't know any better than you do now who I am as a mother back then. I just didn't realize like the yelling, the, this, the, that, just like all that, like, Oh, like, no, no. Who I am as a parent now doesn't even compare, does not even compare of who I was as a parent then. And now that I look like my kids will tell you, like, that was mean mommy. This is nice mommy. (laughs) And it's like, I can chuckle about it because I'm just like, yo, like kids really do be knowing. They know the difference. They know the difference. So who I was then, I didn't know any better. I didn't know that, yo, I needed to rest in the Lord. I didn't know that, yo, the spirit of pride was taking over. I know, like now, it's complete surrender to the Lord. In my parenting, who I am as a woman, who I am as a mother, like all of that, I just give it to God. I just give it to God. All right. It says as obedient children, let yourselves be pulled into a way of life shaped by God's life, a life energetic and blazing with holiness. I'm telling you, I feel the joy of the Lord this morning when I woke up. It's just like, 
like girl girl do you know who you belong to you are a princess you are a daughter of the king okay like who did you esther is one of your sister cousins i don't even know like she was queen esther do you know you belong to royalty okay like all of this like i had to literally just come into this place of agreement with the lord like god like i am your daughter i belong to you and you belong to me and i love you and i thank you and i just literally when i read this line it says a life energetic and blazing with holiness like who who you were then your mistakes your doubts your insecurities like Literally, all of that, all of that. Give that all, all to God. Give it all to God and get into this place of like, you know, I belong to you, Lord. And you knew, you know, you knew and know every thought. You knew and know every action that I was going to take, every decision, every step. You know all of it, Lord. So I'm just, I'm going to walk in truth of who I am. I'm going to walk in the truth of when I was sad, when I was joyful, all of it. I'm just going to walk. I'm going to walk. And here I am. And I love what it says, a life energetic and blazing with holiness. Like, Lord, I'm your daughter. This is how, this is how you created me. <laughs> um, okay, let's move forward. It says, God said, I am holy. You be holy. You call out to God for help and he helps you. He's a good father that way. Don't, but don't forget, he is also a responsible father and won't let you get by with sloppy living. It cost. I say this word a lot. It cost. It cost me to be where I am today. It cost me a lot. It cost me. If I feel like sacrifice after sacrifice, like things, and it's not even a sacrifice. This is like, will you just give it to the Lord? Will you surrender to the Lord? Will you come into this place with the Lord? Will you just trust him? When things aren't going your way, will you just trust him in the process? Will you just trust him in how things are going? Will you just trust him in the things that you don't see? All you see is chaos around you. Will you trust him? Will you trust him, sis? It says here, it costs God plenty to get you out of that dead end, empty headed life you grew up in. Let me tell you the price that Jesus paid. The price that Jesus paid, y'all remember he was beaten, crucified, spit on, his skin was slashed, bleeding, all of it, like all of that. It cost, it cost God. How do we know that God loves us? Because he gave, he gave his only son, Jesus. He gave, it cost God plenty to get you out of that dead end. Sis, who you were back then five years ago, who you were this time last year, girl, who you were last week, you might have just stumbled across this podcast and you literally just became a Christian. You're like, well, well, what is going on? This is just too much information. Like, I don't know. Girl, girl, it costs you were bought at a price. You pay. Jesus paid the price for you. For the good, for the bad, for the dirty, for the ugly, for your mistakes, all of that. All of that. You don't think God knew you? He knit you together in your mother's womb. He created you, sis. He created you, sis. And guess what? You're not going back to your old life. You might have just gave your life to Jesus. You still may not have given your life to Jesus. And you're just now 
you know, like tapping into the things of the Lord and saying, you know what, I'm going to pray a little bit more. I'm going to talk to God a little bit more. I don't understand all of this, but I'm just going to try to build my relationship with him. Sis, you're not going back. Man of God, you're not going back. That old life, them old things, I'm telling you, you're not going back. You're not going back to that. It's a, I love what it says here because it says he is a responsible father. When I think about that, because I look at God and I'm just like, man, you are my husband. You're my best friend. You're um, my confidant. You're my provider. You're, you're just everything to me, Lord, you know? And when I see here, it says he's also a responsible father. I think about a responsible father and how my dad was with us growing up and how I am with my children. And I'm just like, man, if I want to protect my kids and if my dad did the best in his ability to protect us always, right? I'm like, what much more can, can my father in heaven do? How much more can he protect me? How responsible is he of me? How responsible is he of me? How responsible is he of you? He's also a responsible father and won't let you get by with sloppy living. I think about this. This is so good. I'm going to share this with y'all. So for the last few weeks, I've been thinking about love, love and love and love and how much um, it takes right? To love and the good, the bad, the dirty, the ugly. Like I love my children. Like I love those boys and I would do anything. I would give anything. I would jump through any hoop, any optical course for those kids. Right? I love them. And I think about the way that God loves me. And I think about how much I just want to feel that love here on earth. Right? Cause I know that, I know that my children love me, but I've been wanting like this deeper love. Right. And I'm like, man, God, like you are so like, I think about how it says God gave so for so God loved that he gave his one and only son. Right. Jesus. And I think about that and just the price that Jesus paid the things that Jesus went through, the, just all of it. And I'm just like, man, God, like you really love us that much that you put your son, Jesus to go through all of that. And I don't know, like if, if, if I'm even breaking it down correctly for you guys, but just in my mind, how it was broken down and how I'm, how I'm trying to just say it, maybe it's not making sense, but I'm just saying, man, God literally gave, God literally gave because he loved us so much. He gave like, and I can't even imagine how I would feel seeing Aiden or Adrian going through that pain, right? Going through that struggle, going through that wall. And it's just like, how much more does God love us? Does that make sense? Like if I love my kids, right? And I just want to give them the world. I want to do the best for them. Like how much more does God love us? And it's just like, mind blown, mind blown. So just think about what, like how much God loves you and that he doesn't want to see you back in them streets. He doesn't want to see you in that abusive, toxic relationship. He doesn't want to see you doing the same cycle, same patterns. Okay. 
So the point of me saying all of that was because God literally chased me down. He literally found me. He literally seeked me. Like when I was at my worst, he literally sent in the right people because he is such a responsible father. God only knew had I kept going down the road that I was headed, Lord only knows. I say it all the time. God gave me two kids because I had to be tamed because I was wild. I was a wild girl. I was wild. I was wild. I did not care. I did not care, especially when I broke free and went away to school at 17, 18 years old, you know, and then I was by myself in West Palm. And then I came back to Florida. Then I started working with this casino girl. And I, I mean, I've always been pretty, (laughs) but I, you know, I was younger then. I was so young and naive and just this whole mess and who I was 12 years ago. I'm telling you, if God did not give me two kids, who would Maddie be right now? Lord only knows. Lord only knows. And I think he loved me that much. And I'm telling you, there has been a lot of bad and a lot of good, but all of that is used. All of that is part of the testimony. All of that is part of my story. So I just want to rebuke when people say, if you're thinking that right now, well, if he loved me, he would not let that happen. If he loved me, he would, why does this happen to bad people? If he loved me, I don't know. And I don't have the answers, but let me tell you from my life and my stories and my experiences, I'm thankful that everything that I thought was evil and bad happened, happened to me. I'm thankful. You know why? Because it taught me so many things. I grew from it. I learned from it. I just am thankful because I'm not that person anymore. I'm thankful because now when I have a daughter, I'm going to be like, yo, girl, like you're not going to do this. You're not going to fall for everything that a man tells you. You're not going to know, like stay, be alert. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, so I, I think about everything that I went through and I'm just like, man, God, you are so good. And you knew at the right moment when to step in, you knew at the right time when you were like enough Satan, this is it. This is, we can't like literally y'all, I talked about this, how I much I wanted to commit suicide because I was just done. I said, who loved me? Who wants to be with me? Who wants to, who's my friend? Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Like those were the lies being poured into my heart, into my mind from Satan. And guess what? God sent in the right people to minister to me. God sent in the right people to show me love, to be a friend. God sent in the right people. I'm telling you who I was five years ago, who I was 12 years ago, who I was when I was 15, you know, oh my goodness, 16 years ago, 17 years ago. I don't even know who I was then is not who I am now. And all of that had to happen. So it says God gave, right? God gave because he loved God chased me down. God is a responsible father. And I love what it says here. I won't let you get by with sloppy living like that. Just that's just the bare minimum is just not good enough anymore. Who I was like, I went all through, I went through all of that. Just I'm not going back. I didn't go through all that just to go, you know, get here where I am today and say, you know what? This isn't good enough. I, you know what? I'm done waiting for the promise. I'm done. I'm done. You know, it was fun. And even though, even though I felt like that last week, even though I felt like, you know, God, why am I fighting so hard? Why am I living a life of purity? Why am I doing this? Why am I doing that? Like, why? Like, I literally questioned. I said it out loud because I, listen, get real with God. Have a conversation with him just like you would with anybody else. He already knows what you're thinking. Let me tell you, before you even thinking, God already knows. God created you. So 
I want to rebuke the lies. I said, well, you sound so stupid when you talk about yourself. No, sis. No, have a conversation with the Lord. Open your mouth and speak just like you would with any other friend, just like your own thoughts that you'd be thinking in your head. Let me tell you, God knows it all. God hears it all. So talk with him. Get mad. I got mad sometimes, you know, thinking about like, man, you, I really was contemplating suicide. You imagine you imagine, you imagine there would be no Maddie right now. There would be no LASEM. There would be none of this. None of this would be going on. Why? Because I would have just cut it off. I would have cut it off. I would cut off generations. I would have cut it off. And God stepped in at the right time. God stepped in at the right time. I'm telling you, there's choices we have to make. Are we going to go right? Or are we going to go left? And sometimes there is no second chances. Sometimes there isn't. Sometimes... <laughs> There is that one opportunity. Sis, take it. The people that God is sending into your life, the people that God is removing, thank him. Just, you know what? Walk with him. Walk with him. Walk with him. I know the journey may be scary, but walk with him. All right, I want to read to you Ephesians 6, but before all of this, I, I just thought about like, Lord, when I was again, getting ready for this, well, how do we get ready? How do we, how do we gear up for this Lord? We put on the, on the full armor, put on the, put on faith, put on joy, put on the prayer life, put on the belt of truth, put on the breastplate of righteousness, put on the shield of faith, put on the helmet of salvation, sword of the spirit, put it on. Put it on. That is how you gear up. That is how you get ready. How do you get ready? How do you get ready? We talked about it the last two weeks. Get ready. Stay ready. Girl, if you're in your word and you know, like, yo, my my Bible says in Isaiah 54, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. That means no weapon. And every tongue that rises up, he will what? Break down. Like, no, no. I got to read the exact verse verbatim so you guys can hear it. Girl, Isaiah 54, this was not part of it, but I'm going to read it to y'all because somebody needs to hear this. Isaiah 54 verse 17, it says, no weapon formed against you will prevail and you will refute every tongue that accuses you. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And this is their vindication from me declares the Lord. The Lord declares the Lord, no weapon formed against you, sis. So when Satan comes with these attacks, when Satan comes with accusations, when Satan comes with the demonic chatter, when people start, start to say, you'll never be good enough. This person doesn't love you. This person's using you. You're being this, you're being that. You'll never find love. You'll never be happy. You'll never get a promotion. Those are lies straight from the pit of hell. So stand up, stand up. Stand up with the belt of truth. And what does the word say? It says it here in Isaiah 54. No one performed against you will prosper. And you will refute. You will refute every tongue that accuses you. Sis. 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 No. We don't got time. We don't got time. We don't got time to be playing. We don't got time. We don't got time. We don't have time. Do you hear me? We don't have time to be playing with the things of God. We got to get ready. We have to stay geared up. We have to stay focused on what God is doing. 
and undoing the things that he's the doors he's opening the doors he's closing the people he's adding the people he's removing the, the opportunities that are coming i'm telling you i believe that this month is new beginnings new opportunities and you have a choice you have a choice stay where you're at stay nobody's forcing you stay where you're at but let me tell you i'm so thankful i didn't stay where i was i'm so thankful that when God started ascending the right people in my life, I started saying yes. Like, yeah, sure. Let's hang out. Let's yeah, sure. Let's, and guess what? They were pouring into me, pouring into me, pouring into me. And I started, you know, the chain started breaking. It wasn't an overnight thing. It wasn't, it wasn't an overnight. It wasn't an overnight job, but I'm so thankful. I am so thankful that he sent in the right people at the right time. And then I made a choice and I said, you know what? No, I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do this. I'm going to stay focused on what God is doing. And I didn't know, I didn't know that then, you know, but I know that now. I'm so thankful that I chose life. Literally chose life, (laughs) chose life. Cause Satan comes in like a flood. He does not play fair here. There's no exceptions. Are you kidding me? I don't care what you look like. I don't care how tall you are, how short you are, how small you are, how big you are. If you're black, white, Spanish, it doesn't matter. Satan doesn't care about that. Satan don't don't care. He's dirty. Let me tell you, God will literally send in the right people. He will send in the right people. You have a choice, sis. Put on the full armor. It says here in Ephesians 6 verse 13. It says, therefore, therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand on the truth, stand, keep walking, stand in faith, walk by faith. Walk by faith, walk by faith, not by sight. I don't care what it looks like around you. I don't care how bad, like, yo, I don't care how long you think something's going to take. Like, you're not God and you're not the creator of your own story. As much as we like to think, like, this is my story, my journey, my walk. Like, let me tell you, God knows. So put on the full armor. Put on joy when you wake up this morning. Like literally, I woke up this morning and made a choice to say, I'm gonna, I'm going to be happy. Put on, put on the full armor, put on joy, put on happiness, put on strength, put on that prayer life. Sis, even if it's like a two-minute prayer, just pray. Just pray. Open up your mouth. Even if it's in your car, like the only time you have in your car, pray in your car. And it doesn't have to be this perfect prayer, like, like y'all. Just start somewhere. Gear up, gear up, gear up. Again, I'm going to say it, gear up. I'm telling you, get surrounded. Or you know what? Don't get surrounded around some people. You know what? Yeah, (laughs) you know, maybe God has you in this season by yourself. And that's okay. Get in his word. May, May the angels concerning you surround you. Period. I'm telling you, gear up. I just believe that this month is new opportunities and new beginnings. And sis, you have a choice. You have a choice. And I believe that God is a good, good father. And I love what it says here in first Peter. It says that he helps 
call out to God for help and he helps. He's a good father. He's a good father, but don't forget he's also a responsible father and won't let you get by living sloppily. Like he's not going to just throw you to the wolves and leave you there. He didn't bring you this far just to leave you. He didn't take you through that journey just to leave you. He didn't make these connections just to leave you. Like, no, no, sis, no, he's not going to let he girl, he ain't going to leave you in that toxic relationship. Absolutely not. You have a choice. You can keep going back to that. That's fine. That's what you want. Fine. Sis, but get, get, get ready, girl. Get ready. It's third quarter. We're going to touch down or what? Cause I want to touch down. I want to score. I want to, I want to see the, 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 woo, you know, like the fireworks go off. That's what I want. I want everything that God has promised me to come into fruition. Don't you want that for your life? Don't you want peace? Don't you want joy? Don't you want happiness? You can stay where you are. But don't you want what God has for you? If you stay where you are, your mindset, right? Your your current location, I don't know, wherever you are, <laughs> your attitude, your way of living, whatever it is, only you know. That's not for me to judge. That's not for me to judge because I'm telling you, Maddie was a wild child. Maddie was a wild child. 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. I'm telling you, God gave me two kids because God only knew the woman that would have been right here right now at 31 years old. God, God knew. God knew. God knew. And I say that. And back then I used to joke about it and like, but now I could really look back on my life and where I was headed and where I was going. I'm just like, man, God, Dick, you are so good. Y'all don't even want to know where I was at 18, 19 years old. Like, honestly, like, oh, Lord, like just the whole mess, just the whole mess. And God is so good. Like he literally, I mean, I went through so many try and error, try and error, try and error. But looking back now at it now, it's, it's, it's just a testimony. Looking back at the decision that I made, some of the decisions I look back now, I'm like, girl, you so, you know, like, girl, what is you doing? <laughs> like, I look back at some of the things I'm like, man, if I would have just made the right decision then, but it's okay because you know what? God's plan always prospers. No devil in hell, no devil in hell can stop the plan of God. Even, even. Even when it's delayed, do you hear me? Even when there is a delay, I don't care how long that delay is. I'm telling you for 10 years, I waited to go on day shift and here I am now. And in those 10 years, I I learned in those 10 years, maybe he was protecting me in those 10 years. There was just so only God knows, only God knows. But here I am now because this is where this is where he, he wanted me. This is where I'm at. This is what I wanted in my heart too. This is what I just felt, you know? So even when there is a delay, let me tell you the plan of God always prospers. Always, always no devil in hell can stop what God is doing. Period. Period. I don't care how much you think you messed up. I don't care how much you think you're going to fight and resist. And you know what? Honestly, God is a respect. God is so respectful and he 
is he you know we are a free will so if you're like resisting you're like no 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 that's not what that's not what i want that's not what i want and you know what fine it is what it is that then may god help you you know it, I, I, I don't have the answer i don't have all the answers you know but i know that when literally like the promises that he's spoken the things in your the desires in your heart the desires in your heart, the promises that he has spoken over you. I don't care how much, how much you think the delay has happened, how much you think you've missed it, how much you said, man, God, I, here I am a sinner again, and I have to repent. I don't care. Just honestly, hold on to what he said. Hold on to what he spoke. Hold on to that. Hold on to that. I don't care if it takes 10 years. Hold on to what he said. Girl, I've been single for six. Hold on to the promise. I know what God promised me. I know what God's spoken over me. I know what God has said. I know what God has told me. I know what I have felt in my heart. I know. And I refuse to just say, to get where I am today, everything that I felt and experienced and say, you know what, God, forget it's not. You know what, it's taking too long. Absolutely not. Satan will love for you to throw your hands up and quit. But sis, I want to encourage you to gear up and keep going. Gear up and get ready to go higher. Keep going. Gear up. Pray a little bit more. Fast a little longer. Gear up, sis. Gear up. Because Satan will love for you to throw it all away and to stay exactly where you are and to look back and say, I should have, would have, could have. No, absolutely not, sis. Get up, get ready, gear up. Get up, get ready, gear up. Stay ready, you don't got to get ready, right? All right, guys, I'm going to wrap this up, and I want to thank you for listening and tuning in. I appreciate all of you, and I hope you all have a blessed week. If you're enjoying this podcast, please subscribe and send this to anyone who may need to hear this for more of the daily dose of my life. And also see my two beautiful little boys follow me on Instagram and see the face behind the voice. Go ahead and follow me on IG life underscore with underscore Maddie underscore. Also follow me on LASCM.podcast on IG as well. Thank you guys and stay blessed. And lastly, go check out LASCMministries.com or lascmpodcast.com for all the merch. Thank you guys. I love you and stay blessed.